You're listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we attract and create healthy relationships by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun together. Hello, my brothers and sisters. Before I jump right into this week's topic, Is Shame Holding You Back From Healing? I wanted to quickly tell you that I have been invited to be a guest speaker, a featured speaker on an upcoming online event called Healing From Anxiety. The host is Daniela Darling, and she's a spunky little gal. So I'm sure this, even though it's a serious topic, that we're going to have a lot of fun in this event. I am one of eight speakers. The event starts at 9 a.m. and goes to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Thursday, February 18th. If you would like a link to sign up for this free event, so you can follow the link, fill out the fields, and you will get all the information you need for all the speakers, then I will leave that link in the show notes. Or if you would just like to tune in and listen to my personal interview, then I will leave that live Zoom link in the show notes. Anxiety is something that most of us have experienced in our life. Some of us have experienced it chronically, and some of us have just had little blips of it. But if you're somebody who is struggling with anxiety or has someone you love that is is desperately struggling with anxiety, I know that there's probably tons of tools and techniques to be learned and gleaned from this online event. I know I'm super excited to share what I have learned around that topic and what I have used for myself because I have had episodes in life where my anxiety was extremely high, but I've learned how to handle that and to pull it back down into balance. And I've also shared these tools and techniques with many, many, many people who have had incredible amounts of healing over it. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, please refer to the links below. And with that, let's dive into this week's topic. There's a place that I feel really powerless in the world as a coach. It's something that I see all the time and I just I just feel like I have to sit on my hands. I feel like I have to bite my tongue. I just feel like, oh, I can only lead a horse to water, but I cannot make that horse drink. And that is watching people go through situations and they're unwilling to speak up about it. Now, for most of you who have listened to me for some time, or you perhaps you've personally coached with me or been in one of my online healing groups or one of my Facebook groups, you probably know by now that after speaking about certain things, there's a degree of freedom that comes with it. And there's some peace that accompanies that. And it helps promote us into talking about things more because we start to get comfortable being uncomfortable. What I mean by that is a lot of times talking about our mistakes or situations that could be we might feel are embarrassing to us, or we might feel ashamed about something that we've done or just we're ashamed about the situation we're in that had nothing to do with what we've done. But what I've seen repeatedly is people having so much shame around a certain situation or event in their life that they are unwilling to talk about it. Because if there's even a remote, minute, minuscule chance that they get a side eye or what they perceive 
is a look or words of judgment, it's going to crush them even further down. They're already feeling so bad about themselves or so bad about the situation that the thought of even talking about it out loud is absolutely frightening. And that is why I'm recording this episode for you today, because this is something, actually, it's been a reminder in my phone for months. I'm like, oh, this. I thought about this one day and I put it in my phone and it just keeps reminding me to make this episode. Well, like it usually goes with me, is that when it shows, when something shows back up in my life pretty heavy over and over again, I'm like, all right, now is the time. So set aside this time today because I am very, very passionate about sharing this topic with you guys today because if you are someone who has recognized your shame that you're like, I just can't speak up. I can't, I can't possibly share this with anybody else. If somehow this is my fault, I might emotionally die. It can feel that bad to us. But once again, those are unconscious thoughts that are floating around in our unconscious mind. We're not super in touch with them. They're just there. They're just kind of driving our ship. They're also egoic and fearful thoughts. So they're not thoughts that are serving us. But many times we have these unconscious thoughts that pass through our psyche and we don't stop to question them. We don't stop to say, is this true? We just feel the emotion that's attached to that thought and we react to the emotion. Rather than looking at the emotion as a guidepost for us to investigate further. That's one of my favorite things that I've ever learned is that emotions are just guideposts. To feel something is just an emotion. And to be completely honest, it's a chemical that's released in our body due to a thought. Isn't that crazy? It's just a chemical at the end of the day. But that chemical, that feeling, that emotion can feel so scary. We don't like the way it feels because it makes us feel off off kilter. We feel out of balance. How about knowing that emotions are designed for us, negative emotions, to feel off balance so that we can course correct, so that we can heal something that is going on that is going to be destructive or dysfunctional in our life. It's going to prohibit us from moving forward in a healthy way. Now, I'm not saying that Rome is going to be built in a day and that you're going to go, oh yeah, I heard this podcast and I just need to feel my emotions and know that they're a guidepost and then be just 100% awesome at it. Because as with everything, it's a process. It takes time to unravel these things sometimes. It depends how many layers of yarn we have coiled up around it, just wrapped real hard around it. We just have to kind of keep pulling at the layers of yarn and unraveling it until we can get into a place where our behavior has changed in a completely positive way. But the key is to start. The key is to recognize that you're having an emotion by the way it feels. Instead of doing something to cover it up through distraction, a lot of people distract through many, many means. Anything that can get you out of your thinker, your fearful brain. Some people are chronic television watchers. 
Some people are chronic readers. Some people are chronic exercisers or shoppers. The list goes on drinkers, alcoholics, sex. They can use so many different things to detour them from the feelings they are having. And what most people don't know is if we just have the feeling and sit in that feeling and recognize it and name it, it dissipates. Now, that doesn't mean it may not arise again. If a similar thought or situation keeps repeating itself in your life, it could arise again. But it's getting to know yourself, getting to know what you're feeling, and getting to know what you're thinking. And to bring in another perception into that so that you can adopt to the truth of a situation rather than the fearful thinking that has led you to this feeling. I want to circle back to our shame holding us back. When I'm talking to somebody or they're talking to me or or something is starting to unfold around me, and I'm not necessarily saying that this this is not a coaching person. This is somebody in my personal life that just some information is starting to cross over. I'm really keyed in and tuned into whether that person is feeling uber ashamed about it and are going to be willing to talk to it and work through it. And I can also detect when the armored doors are going to slam shut and that person's going to do anything they possibly can not to go there. It's a feeling that I get inside myself and I can almost predict it play by play. I can see it about to happen. And in those instances with those people, if I'm face-to-face with them, if it's something that I'm in, one of the first things I will say to them is there's nothing to be ashamed about here. There's no reason to be embarrassed. This stuff happens. You're not a horrible person. Whatever it is, I, you know. And two things happen in that moment. They'll either be like, oh, like you can see the relief on their face and they start to open up. Open up and then we have a really kick-ass conversation and they leave going, God, I feel so much better. Or they look at you and I'm trying to, I have several faces are popping into my head right now. You know, either they laugh it off or they have to go or they give you some fluffy little answer. There's just a way that this looks. And what is really happening is these people are so ashamed for whatever reason. And they're so afraid to have light shined on that shame because they feel like they can't feel, they don't want to feel any worse than they feel now. Oh, the empath in me is just, I'm feeling what I'm saying so much that it's making my eyes tear up. Because in those moments, I just want to wrap these people up in my arms and tell them that they're safe. You're safe to talk about this. And you're safe to be a human being. And guess what? It is a-okay if you made a mistake. And it is not your fault if someone around you has acted, acted some kind of crazy and you're embarrassed because that happens to be your brother, your mother, your husband, your kid, whatever it might be. Or you think it's a reflection of you somehow, what you did do or what you didn't do or what you could have done, what you should have done. You know, we get ourselves all up in this crazy thinking and then we shut down and we block out 
the only thing that is going to help us feel better and to move past this in a healthy and healing way. Some of you might be thinking that, well, I do have people around me that are going to shame me even more. Or I don't have someone like you, Kristen, that that is not going to make me feel ashamed. I don't have that. So what do I do? All right. There's a couple things you can do here. One, I would really check yourself. And is this person really making you feel ashamed? And they are out there. They're out there. I will not discount that you might have that in your life. But sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's the projection we're putting onto them. I suck. There's something wrong with me. They are going to think something is wrong with me. So has this person, these people in your life, whoever they may be, have they provided a safe space for you in the past? Have they been judgmental of you in the past? Have they called you names? And I can just see the light bulbs going on with some of you right now where you're like, oh, no, they really haven't. I mean, so-and-so is really, really good when, when I talk about this stuff. I want you to utilize so-and-so if you have that person in your life. And chances are, you guys, we do. We're not, we just are not surrounded by a sea of assholes. There are people that love us and they're waiting for us to be vulnerable so they can wrap us up in, our, in their arms. If we're pushing them away, if we're staying silent, if we're giggling and acting like everything is okay when we are dying inside, we're trying to make nice nice or avoid the topic, we're not being vulnerable. We're not giving people the message that we need them, that we need their help, that can you please hold this space for me while I figure out what the hell's going on here? Something's wrong. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling really, really bad. Find somebody in your life. They're out there and then have the courage to reach out and talk to them. I recently was coaching a person and it's one of those coaching moments where I just, you know, I'm very expressive and I wanted to just jump out of my chair and just leap into the air, you know, across a meadow, just throwing daisies. I was so happy. (laughs) Actually, that reminds me of the movie Caddyshack when the young girl, what the heck is her name? Um, she's Irish and she thought she was pregnant and she found out she wasn't pregnant and she's dancing through the golf course, jumping up and down in her little white nighty, just so happy because she's not pregnant. That's kind of how I feel when this client told me what they did. So they, this person was telling me that they finally bit the vulnerability bullet and said, I'm going in. There's this person in my life that has always been very nice and very kind And I just needed to share my pain. And this person had some true shame too, some true shame and guilt from some things that had um, transpired. And this person opened their heart and spoke to their friend. And that friend not only received them, but they had this amazing conversation. And the friend said, I really needed this conversation too. And now... They have kept this up. They have kept up this pattern of checking in with each other. And would you be shocked if I told you these were men? These these were men that finally opened their hearts. 
But this is not a man thing. I'm only telling you that because men are typically more likely to hold that stuff in and not share their heart and their feelings with other people. But this, he bit the bullet and he went in. And he was received well because he looked at the character of the person. He looked at the way that person treated him. He trusted him and said, I'm going in and was courageous and, and got some amazing feedback and helped him feel better. So look around in your life for people like this because they're there. You just have to look and you have to have the courage. I mean, it's, it's a twofold gig. Or you can always work with me. There is really nothing that anybody can tell me that shocks me. I have seen and heard so much in my, not only my life, I mean, my coaching career, yes, my hair career, yes, but my life, just my life in general, the experiences and the things that I have been around. And I understand that shit happens. I get it. I get it. So if you don't have somebody, you can contact me and I would be happy to hold that space for you. You can get in touch with me at kristenbrown.org under the coaching tab. But I really hope that what you guys get from this episode today is that you understand that your shame is only holding you back. It's just holding you back. There's help. You do not need to walk around feeling like this. It's unnecessary. It's unhealthy. It's going to manifest in your life in a negative way. Maybe you're going to have chronic anxiety. Maybe you're not going to be able to sleep. Maybe you spend too much money. Maybe you're doing drugs or drinking alcohol. Or Heal yourself from the inside out. Be willing to open your heart because that's what this is all about. This is about an open heart. I am willing to see and to hear like I've never seen or hear, heard before. I want truth. I want answers. I want different perceptions. Because what most of us don't realize is our perception is one dimensional. It's like looking through a pinhole at the big picture. You're getting this tiny little tiny view of what could be. And when you bring somebody else into the conversation and bring new perceptions in, you have just opened yourself up into an entirely new world. A world that you might find a truth that is more true than what it is you are thinking. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love being here with you. And I would super love if you would jump over to iTunes, if you're listening on iTunes, and leave me a five-star rating and review. The next person who leaves a review, I'm going to read that. In fact, I might start reading all the reviews on my podcast episodes because I love to read them out loud. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, remember, you matter and you are healable. Much love.